Hello everyone, welcome to the first episode of the podcast. I'm your host Anthony and today our guest is Mr. Somitra Mishra, who is a friend. We've been in the same college for the past four years and this is us covering the current big issues in the world. Enjoy. Hello Mr. Somitra. Yes, Anthony. Uh, Good, good evening. Good evening. Good evening, good evening. So how was the day? Day, you know, in the time we are living in, the lockdown times, yes. every day mm-hmm. is the same. Getting up exactly. late, getting ready late, <laughs> <laughs> then living off the same day every day. Just, you know, scrolling through mobile and nothing, nothing different, I must say. Mm. It's like, yeah. we are living the... We are living the same day multiplied. Yeah, yeah. You know, same day multiplied by any number, you know. However long the lockdown goes, it would be same. You know, can't go outside. <laughs> and when you are inside, it's just the same. For us, uh, it's mostly getting busy with mobile. Nothing much. Mm-hmm. Nothing else. But at least that's why we started this, to somehow break the tree, you know. Introduce something new. Yeah, and yeah. Of course. You are, you are going to be the first one to grace the... To create a chain, we don't know how how this is gonna end up, how this is gonna go. But one thing is, you are the initiator. You are the you are the you are gonna start the chain reaction. Uh, you 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 see when you uh, told me about this podcasting, I was like uh, okay, uh, and I thought yeah this this is the new thing. I knew about your YouTube channel, your vlogs, uh, like uh, some of your interviews I've seen on your channel. But when you told me about podcast, I thought okay this is new. I haven't. I haven't seen one of your podcasts anywhere, so I thought, yeah, I think I am the first one, <laughs> and and that's actually great. Uh, I'm like grateful for you having me as your first guest. Yes, and the thing is, right now in our country, many people are facing so many problems, and yeah. like you look at the news, and there's nothing there. There's nothing. and when the pandemic, when this whole uh, COVID nineteen started, yeah. Like, we never expected it to be this, to have this much of an impact, you know? Yeah, like, you see, the, uh, I haven't heard it, uh, uh, you know, before, I think, February or so. Like, it mm. started uh, It started in Wuhan in, in November. And mm. uh, I remember we were, uh, we I came uh, in for our eighth semester in January, very late in January, then went for uh, uh, our... Inter-90 volleyball tournament also. Then mm. later, my friend Desh Deepak Verma. Desh Deepak Verma, mm. he went to Delhi for one of his uh, uh, paper presentation. And that's mm. when I like seriously heard about uh, this COVID-19 because it started in Kerala by then in the February starting. And then uh, around some time, it was uh, observed in Delhi also. So I remember my friend was uh, coming from Delhi. And that's when mm. the first case in Delhi was reported. And we were, like, jokingly telling him, Oh, oh Desh Deepak Verma, don't bring Corona with you, because he was coming from Delhi. And I remember we were also, you know, uh, jokingly talking about this co- uh, this coronavirus with Johnson. I said, sir, see, Desh Deepak Verma has come and bought Corona with himself. So, uh, yeah, mm. the thing you said about we not taking it seriously before, is absolutely true. Mm. <laughs> Uh, again, 
I think this is a very this is a very good thing that we have, especially our generation. What degrees? Oh, you know, yeah. we are quite immature, but in a way, we we know how to laugh at things. We we know how to laugh at ourselves. It's like th- that's there. And uh, one thing I also uh, I also think about this COVID nineteen. This uh, not only us people in the system, people in people in the government, different countries. Even they didn't think of uh, COVID nineteen as such a big thing. You know, yes. I, mm. I genuinely feel that most of the people thought that it would be like some other, uh, some other thing. Not a, not uh, expecting it to become a pandemic or mm. breaking it away like this at this large magnitude. Nobody would yeah. have guessed that. So, how's the situation over there in UP? UP, UP, C, UP. Whenever such a thing happens, UP and Bihar are expected to be at you know center of this uh, this yes. thing because because of the population density, <laughs> because of a low level of uh, you know health infrastructure and everything. But uh, mm. I think it's doing pretty well compared to other states. And uh, mm. the thing I feel about is largely because not a lot of people uh, have traveled have travel history of uh, international travel history in the initial days. So only places with uh, places major cities like Lucknow, Kanpur had been the center. But yeah, for now there are some districts who are like major hotspots, including Agra, Kanpur, and Lucknow, Gautam Buddha Nagar, etc. And for myself, uh, the district I live in, Shahjapur, is uh, it has been pretty much safe considering the uh, coronavirus. Because there had been one case reported, and uh, that's about it. And uh, that has been cured. And right now we are in the green zone. No, no patient of oh. coronavirus. Again, when this started, like uh, when I look at the news, right now the the country which is most affected is US. Like they have they have likes and likes yeah. of, uh, of cases. And yeah. On the other hand, uh, it's U.S. followed by Italy, and sometimes I use the thing like, "We, we Indians, are we, are are we really good, or is it that not? Is it, uh, are are we are we somehow able to maintain the number? Not because we are all healthy, but because none of us actually got tested. You know what's what's the what's the odds sometimes? We never know, right? With the US, yeah. with the US, I feel the reason why their number is so high is because they have a proper testing for each and every uh, patient with a, who shows a sign of symptom. But, yeah. in, but in India, we never know. So, I think but, I think it's uh, it's both ways, you know, mm-hmm. the number being low and at the same time it the low number not being safe. Considering that mm-hmm. low, uh, the less amount of testing, so I think the primary reason the number being low is because India imposed a lockdown pretty early compared to other states. Like uh, you must have seen uh, Trump, Trump uh, Donald Trump joking about the coronavirus and you know brushing it off as not that big a thing in the initial days, mm-hmm. only to realize mm-hmm. later that yeah it's such a big pandemic when the number started mm-hmm. increasing. But India on the other hand imposed the lockdown pretty earlier, so. That that can be a reason why the numbers numbers are low, and mm. plus on the other hand, if we look at it critically, 
the low number mm-hmm. of testings that india is uh, having uh, from the very starting uh, mm-hmm. lack of testing uh, less uh, lack of testing in the initial days it also signals that uh, somewhere uh, somewhere we must have been low in testing because you mm-hmm. see right now the number uh, the number of cases is increasing though the doubling rate of the virus is not that that much compared to other uh, other nations but yeah i somewhere i feel the less number of testing is there for the number being so low compared to other states but yeah uh, i also feel that yeah the, the lockdown which was imposed pretty early has some something to do with the low number of testing oh mm. something to do with the num- number of cases being low that's the yeah that is a very that is a very fair logic i should say yeah and uh this is just like uh, i i was watching uh this article uh, written by uh, i was reading this article written by Yuval uh, Noahari and what he also said was one thing hmm. uh this coronavirus pa- pandemic in a way it accelerates the history like it's it's going to act as a catalyst for for example like with with uh something as simple as online class you know, yeah. we, we we've always had this possibility of online class yeah since the internet started back since the 3d launch back in back in 2000 yeah but nobody employed it because we just didn't see the necessity of it or we just don't see how it's going to work and what 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 history this train of logic was after the coronavirus yeah after this pandemic if we we are going to pull through but after this pandemic even online classes it will be taken more seriously you know it will come into the curriculum more often something like that there yeah. is going to be some revolution even in the education sector and i think what he said is kind of true in this sense it's i feel it's not just true it's completely completely accurate and and uh, like you will know arari mm-hmm. the man he is <laughs> the is actually he he has what what he has said is completely to uh, looking at the context you know just two or three days earlier tcs announced that by 2000 i don't remember the exact number but 2022 mm-hmm. or 24 uh, tcs said that uh, nearly 80% of its employees will be working from home so you see oh. the oh. the giants have realized the thing you <laughs> the you all is trying to say yeah we have those technologies back in the day and uh, since the start of geo it has created mm. even more possibilities of online classes work from home kind of stuff to to be explored and people have explored but they didn't see it as a potential thing to employ in a in a day to day basis like online mm. classes have been there the people people were not as sure about it as they are now that it is a thing mm-hmm. it is a thing we can employ in a day to day basis and uh, can be employed in a curriculum also so with mm-hmm. uh, with corona virus the everyone is pretty much realizing those things and not just uh, this online education uh, thing or work from home thing there are a lot many things which will be changed after after all of this is yes. over i don't this i don't thing. think we will be living in the same uh, the same mm-hmm. world we are living in. we have been living uh, since uh now a lot of things yeah. will change our behavior towards each other you know the social yeah. behavior social yeah. behavior will change a lot that's what i feel exactly 
So we've been talking about COVID-19. Yeah. <laughs> very dark. So let's, let's try to move it to something lighter. Okay. So what, what have you been doing? Like what, how do you pass time? I, I, you've been saying you've been doing the same thing over and over. You know, it's like one multiplied by any number. You always get the yeah. same number. Yeah. But just what is going in that, what is going on inside that number one? Inside that number one, what are the things you watch? What yeah. are the things do you yeah, just share anything that it comes up to your mind that would be cool? I guess. Okay, so, so you know whatever anyone is doing, the goal for yeah. everyone, even if he or she is possible, uh, he or she is doing it or not doing it right now, everyone wants to use the time to be uh, time as a productive time. Everyone is trying to do something which is productive. I tried it, mm. and. Uh, mm. I'm not that regular, but yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm. I've started doing it. So uh, since uh, since the lockdown started, I thought, why not use it uh, for some productive use? I start, so I I got some video lectures for mm. uh, economic subject under the UPSC. Yes. So oh. I I started so I started watching watching lectures and preparing notes. So on. You know, the one thing that I do over and over again for a number of times. So, mm. in one of those activities, it's, uh, you know, just going through one lecture every day. And yes. besides besides that, uh, I, I spend a lot of time on YouTube. Uh, used to be yes. on Instagram, but then uh, <laughs> got away from Instagram because it's, it's just memes over there. So, mm. I really like uh, that oh, it, there's a channel Vox. So, uh, channel YouTube, YouTube channel Vox. Oh, so, okay. yeah, they have a they have a uh, they have a video series uh, by the name Vox Atlas. Mm. So so where so they in that Vox Atlas uh, Vox Atlas playlist they have videos on international topics maybe South China China's influence in South China Sea uh, the mm. Kashmir issue then then uh, Middle East Cold War. Syrian, uh, see the the conflict in Syria. So videos ranging on those things. So one thing I la- like about the, those videos is the use of graphics. So oh. you know when whenever you are study, whenever you are watching or studying anything about these international issues, it becomes mm-hmm. uh, so the way of the way they present those uh, those videos. It's really amazing the the graphics they involve in those things. So like spending some time over there. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much about it. Because you know, I used to watch uh, uh, NBA games every now and then, like videos every now and then, because the NBA season was going on before the lockdown. Yes. So you know, the the thing about the my photo deprived of sports since last thirty days. Mm. So that that is there. <laughs> so no no ongoing sports. Uh, so that's why deprived. I'm completely deprived of sports. So that thing is yeah. not there. But yeah, otherwise only only this video lectures and uh, spending time on YouTube, general things. That is it. It's usually, I say it's it's sometimes really weird to see an NBA fan in India. It is. Like, it is really. What happens is like in India. I'm from Northeast, and in Northeast, majority yeah. people. Like, I I I don't have the specific number, but just uh, out of the blue, I would say ninety percent of the people they watch football. They don't they don't even watch cricket. Like they are just hardcore football fans. 
yeah even yes, even even if we don't give number then it, it is everyone everyone knows that in the northeast yeah. there is place for <laughs> there is place for football in in the rest of india it's, it's cricket everywhere it's cricket and it doesn't and partly the reason is because india isn't that doing that well in nba Mm. yeah that that is the reason i i i hardly find anyone in my in my friends or anywhere who is an who is an nba fan so it's just like that, it's just me enjoying been, yeah has there been any professional indian basketball player that that has made into nba no nah, not not in nba the uh-huh. nba is is like a, an american league so mm. most of the most of the uh, most of the people uh, and like majority of the players are from american universities and and, and everything oh. a lot of player a lot of players from other countries make it there but yeah majority is there even so uh, india india i don't think any indian player has been there in nba india scene is mm. nba is very poor you can you can assume it so uh, considering the craze for the game mm. it's not that much in india we don't find we don't find people who are that uh, who are fan of nba in so, india everything is ipl everything is ipl everything is ipl i like uh, northeastern states because uh, they have kept uh, football alive <laughs> yeah so uh, among the uh, among the main land of india kolkata is also a big fan of football big fan kolkata of day. football yeah football. yeah 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 during world cup uh, it's it's how do i say it's a festival watching watching their city from <laughs> yeah the, some of them will dress argentina uniform some of them will wear portuguese portugal uniform like and they are they are really high spirit people people in central india are also like have started being uh, foot, uh, great football fans it has always mm. been there but very very limited the football fandom mm. has been very limited in the central part of india but now now there are the people but uh, basketball is is like uh, considerably very 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 much low mm. even i if i go on instagram and ask uh, in my friend list i i won't find anyone uh, who is an nba fan i think this uh, this season ll lakers i think they dominated a lot yeah you we we were just heading for uh, playoffs before before the nba got shut down and uh, two oh. two teams uh, milwaukee bucks from the eastern conference and la lakers from western conference they qualified for mm-hmm. the playoffs and the playoffs was expected in june i think yeah in june i think everything got shut down before and you know i so i, I haven't yeah. been a fan uh, a very long ago i've just started watching nba th- this season only uh, this season oh. only and that too in january I used to watch some YouTube videos but I didn't us- usually follow. I didn't re- I didn't really knew I didn't know one single name of a team. I had oh. I had known a few players earlier but yeah no teams. I didn't know rules of basketball. Everything I just learned this season only. Oh. Some of the few th- few names I know I knew from some basketball games. Not not because I was NBA. Okay. What are those? Like from from some basketball games. Okay. Ah, uh, Boston, Boston Celtics, LA Lakers. Those yeah. Kind of yeah. 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 Uh, 
the sea of them yeah those those, yeah, yeah. those have been the you know one of, few of the greatest teams in history <laughs> boston celtics and, and la lakers and this one it was such, such a big shock like when at the beginning of this this year is is such a big joke you know starting off you have this uh, donald trump killing that sulemani uh, yeah sulemani yeah. iran in general and then yeah. you have the death of uh, na kobe bryant which kobe was bryant yeah man that's such a shocker not, not expected at all uh, like I mean, I've always been a fan of Kobe Bryant. Or, you know, like, I don't know. Like, it's interesting how I uh, like. It's interesting for me how I got into basketball in the first place. So mm. you know, I I used to watch these uh, you know motivational videos on uh, these YouTube channels, Goalcast, okay. Mind Valley, and all. Uh-huh. So I used to watch some uh, some of the speakers. I used to like. Mm. So one one day there was a video about Kobe Bryant. I knew from I knew him from his face but I yeah, I I haven't seen him play or anything so there he was uh, he, it was an interview and he was talking about his work ethic yeah so the way the video was made the you know the kind of work ethic he explained he had and you know all those things like it it drove me crazy i think <laughs> i you know the, the anchor asked him so everyone in the nba talks about your work ethic how has been your how has been your work ethic like and how long have you been following and he said it's an everyday process i've been following mm-hmm. it for the last 20 years i watched that video i downloaded it and then i thought let's just see how he was and mm-hmm. and then i watched i watched his his play his game and then i i read about him he had been up, he had been an nba champion five times and mm. nba regular season mvp once won won a gold medal for usa in the olympics and everything he was he is considered as one of the contender of the goat so oh. that that was the thing which which brought me to nba i watched his games his and then gradually i i grew grew fond of the game so that was my introduction to nba through kobe bryant and it was the first yeah. time the first time i started watching nba and i think it was in january only in january only or february i don't remember exactly but i think it, it was in january when i heard the news that kobe bryant died in a helicopter crash yeah. <laughs> and you know for someone who had just started watching a game only because of yeah. one person and then the person yeah. dies i cursed yeah. 2020 that day very very much <laughs> not gonna lie <laughs> and speaking of this like uh back in the term 16 when we when we first joined our college yeah and uh, i i was scrolling through facebook yeah and, uh, that that was the time i think that was in november and then donald trump became the 45th president of united states donald trump yeah yeah, yeah after yeah, he I became think. the president after he became the president there was yeah. this article uh, that said like we have this people who claims to be psychic and all that right Mm-hmm. You know, psychic, uh, yeah. who says they can see the future and all that. Yeah. And there was this uh, one psychic who says, who said Donald Trump will be the last president of the United States. Oh, my God. And, <laughs> and, and then I was going through the comment and like one one guy was, one guy was making comment of maybe he's going to change the name of the United States. You know? <laughs> and, <laughs> and now, 
<laughs> and now we are in 2020, and all this big storm going on. It's just, it's just so weird. Like, ah, I, I, I can't tell you how pissed off I am because of this 2020. You see, it's, uh, and like, especially for us who are, who is in the final year, you know. Like, man, man. Um, Man, don't don't even ask. Don't even ask. We we completely screwed, man. We started in 2016 yeah, with demonetization, and now ending yeah. our ending our four year four year college life with this. You know, no, no hopes for farewell. And if if it has to be an online examination in the end, an online assessment in the end, I don't think we would ever meet again. Ah uh, yes, that could um, that can also be a possibility. Dude, this 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 2020 is so screwed. I when I remember exactly when it was rough, uh, it was going 31st December. So mm. I was I was in my in my father's uh, uh, father's quarter in GNV and GNV Barpeta in Assam. Mm. So uh, the the uh, the students were having holiday for New Year, and it was just uh, that all the teachers and their kids in the campus. So I was also there. And they they planned to uh, you know make a, a picnic kind of thing in the college in the school ground. Mm. So the the fire the, the, they lit a fire there and uh, the teachers were cooking cooking meal for the uh, for twelve. Mm. So I was just sitting there near the fire and thought, man, I want twenty twenty to be a great year for myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, honestly, uh, I thought. 2020 will not be the same as 2019. I want, I want 2020 to be a great year. I want to achieve this thing. I want to achieve that thing, and everything. I was the music was playing, and I thought, man, 2020 has to be the best year that I have ever had in terms of productivity, in terms of like changing myself and everything. You know, mm. I didn't change, but the whole world changed in 2020. <laughs> it's it's going reverse. Man, it's just it just screwed up everyone's life, and you know we I consider us as the as the fortunate one. It haven't mm. affected us in ways it has affected many people who lost their jobs, who lost their yes. wages. And like we mm. we can only complain about we not being able to play some sports, not being able to have our life the way we had used to have in terms of fun most most of the times. The funny we used to have, we used to complain about fun. But for those who have just lost their jobs and everything, it's just like we can't even imagine how yeah. how how much it has cost. 2020 has costed to them. Yes, and like uh, recently, they have you heard about that lady who killed her children, five of her children, because of this, and then she killed herself. Really? Yeah, there there were instances like that, and even me, I, I really, I really agree with what you are saying. Even as right now, we've complained about like at the start of this. Yeah. I, I complain my I, I complain a lot. Even me, you know, like why this why does this have to happen now? Like when we are about to complete our final semester, when like yeah. why why are we screwed up? Like is what's going on and all that? And then on yeah. the other hand. Yes, it's bad that we can't we can't finish the semester as we like to finish. Yeah, it's bad. You know, it's bad. But however, we are we can still stay in our home. We still have food to eat, right? Yeah, and we can still 
Oh, we, we can still read books, we can still watch movies, we can still do all those things. But yeah. on the other hand, look at all those uh, immigrant workers in India who had to travel like thousands of kilometers, not hundreds, but thousands of kilometers on foot. Like, yeah. you know, uh, that was such an eye-opening event. It, it it was it was indeed because uh, I I heard some of the people like when when the pictures started surfacing of migrant workers like walking barefoot to reach their home. It, some of the people like some of the people I heard them saying, why do they need to uh, why do they need to leave? Uh, for example, the the people who were leaving Delhi to go home, why do they need mm. to leave Delhi in the first place? Mm. So, so that question that question itself was uh, was the uh, was uh, evident that not people don't exactly realize the plight of everyone who is a daily wage worker or who is a migrant worker they don't have they don't have money to spend on a single uh, on a food for the single day so that's why they are going back home they don't have any uh, any place to li- live for many most of the people in delhi so that's why they are they are leaving delhi so it's like you said it's an eye opener for many of us mm. who don't who, who didn't who didn't know about all these people who were living mm. who were like fighting daily for their food so that is there mm. the pandemic has been a kind of eye opener mm. and uh, i think the problem is most of us we've lost like we only care about like what what we are experiencing we we don't see beyond our own uh, ourselves and i think uh, yes movies or books or this kind of things it really helps you see the world from people's perspective and yeah. especially in our culture what happens is ever since we are grouped in this society where uh, we are we are taught well, we are taught the this principle of survival of the fittest like you have to you have to try to be this you have to be this yeah. like if you if you are not good enough uh, you will you will you will be left behind, you will be cast away. Yeah. And I think there's nothing wrong with uh, motivation per se or uh, inspiration to be the best. But what yeah. I feel is uh, with our capitalist society, when you look at the sociocultural issues, uh, when someone is, when someone's successful in life, when someone becomes an, uh, an IS officer, when someone becomes a millionaire, when someone becomes a successful entrepreneur, we we idolize them, you know. We say, okay, that person is becoming that because he works hard or she works hard. Yeah. But when someone is falling on the wayside, when someone becomes less successful than we, uh, then how we picture success? For example, when they don't have money or when they become a daily wage laborer, we don't yeah. say, okay, this person might have been uh, might have been unfortunate at some point, or this person might have been uh, might have not been lucky. We just say, oh, that person is suffering now because he didn't do something right or he didn't work hard enough. He deserved that. We have this mentality. And I think, in a way, this is really toxic to the community as a whole. We uh, never, yeah, we never, yeah, I get what you're saying. I, I do feel that sometimes, you know, the, you know, I I don't know if you will agree with me or not, but uh, in, in, in this world, after the post-geo world, mm. in India particularly, and... Uh, Okay, let's leave India. Uh, in general terms, the, the motivational speakers, they have, mm. they have, in some sense, glorified particular kind of success in a way. That's yes. what I feel. Those motivational yes. speakers, that this particular kind of thing, if you have achieved this, then you are successful. They have mm. changed 
changed meanings of success in many ways and uh, mm-hmm. once they once they start speaking it's yeah it's a hell lot of motivational it can be hell lot of motivational for some people but yeah it's mm-hmm. it's not it's not the kind of success that everyone can achieve that's what mm-hmm. i feel like there are it's circumstances like- circumstances that bind you okay in the end mm-hmm. in the end most of the people are able to overcome those circumstances but yeah not everyone can and when when they say everyone can do that no man i don't think everyone can do that that's not, not everyone not everyone can be a bill gates not everyone can be yeah an elon musk you know this is something and i i, I really feel that uh, because of, even me when i was um like when i look at the journey that i've come i think there's there has been a lot of variation like uh, back in uh, four years back and the way i look at things now and it, this is eventually going to change but Like I'm going to tell you, like four years back, yeah, when I first came to, now when I finished twelve and you know, I I got here, I I was somehow able to, uh, for the first time in my life, like because uh, you never get to explore this, uh, this side, how does you never get to explore books in general yeah. when you are one to twelve, you are busy with a textbook, and so once in a while you get to read books, but you don't really get into it, and then. I was I was bombarded with all these uh, self help books that I read, and I'm not saying that I'm not saying they are bad because Yours, if I had not read, if, if I had not read they, those, they, they are not they are not bad they are not bad in any way they are not in, bad in yeah. any way. But the only only thing I feel this with these self help books and these motivational speakers, it is that they have glorified a particular kind of success, hmm. a, a kind of a kind of success which not everyone is able to achieve. considering mm-hmm. the kind of circumstances everyone lives but yeah in the in the end in the end everyone can make some way out of out of their you know the current situations but mm-hmm. but you you see uh, i'll give you an example see they have you 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 have the idea the the idea of success that those motivational speakers paint before you mm-hmm. but consider the uh, consider a person whose father is earning uh, only to you know have a have food for one time mm. and and he start and he starts imagining this uh, idea of this kind of success mm. but there is there there is uh, you know there is something which he can do but mm. eventually if he didn't get to that level the kind the kind of success he imagined mm. considering all these things then in the end he he will be disappointed yes and maybe he will get in that cycle of getting his kids to get to that level and everything mm. i i yeah. feel i feel i feel some somewhere i feel this thing and yeah i totally agree with you and one thing that i find flawed in all this uh, motivational literature and motivational gurus yeah. like uh They, they never give you the full picture uh for someone who for uh, for someone who is not very well educated with the concept or someone who is a bit naive yeah they want to listen to this uh, quote unquote speakers and they are going to believe everything they say and they they will be like okay if i believe i can do it i'm going to become this if i you know, if i believe Correct. i'm the best Correct. i'm going to be the best That, 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 that that's exactly what i'm saying that's exactly what i'm saying <laughs> they, they paint a picture and... they paint a picture in front of you which mm. you know at some point you are not able to do at that time you know even mm. sometimes they they paint a picture for which you have to start at something which you are still not 
Mm. So th- that is there. It's like, uh, in order to get to number 10, you have to go 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. Yeah. And what they do is, when you look at that, it's like, uh, the best example I can come up with, it's like pornography at some point. <laughs> they, this is something that I, I said last time uh, in one of my blog posts, but like sort of sort, sort writing that I do. Yeah. Uh, I was somehow comparing with uh, this modern day motivation with pornography, uh, and the the pieces were, and the piece was motivation porn uh, motivation pornified something like that. And it's like uh, how I compared it was it's like uh, a fast a fast food package sold at you that you can get it anytime, but which in the long run it does more harm than good. For a, good, for a short time, it makes you feel good. It yeah. Makes you, it, it makes you believe in yourself. It makes you do this. It makes you. It makes you feel like you can conquer the world. It is yeah. good, but then uh, it's like it's like drugs, you know. Uh, yeah. Uh, you get this today. This guy says certain thing, and you get inspiration. You get that high, and you get that feeling of euphoria. Yeah. And then on the next day, since you didn't do anything, you crave for that motivation uh, speaker again, and you listen to this thing and. It gives you more high, more high, more high, and at the end of the day, you have this whole high, but you haven't accomplished anything, and then you end up feeling depressed. You end up feeling not good enough. At yeah. first, at first, and uh, one of the modern day philosopher which I which I'm currently following is yeah. Alendi Bottom by the name. Okay, uh, he, okay. he's quite a great he's quite a great man. And, and one thing which I find really fascinating in what he said was uh, when you look at the self help market today yeah so for market today we have to uh we have two sections we have two we have two categories yeah on one hand we have this uh we have these books and people that says uh, you can be a millionaire yeah uh, you know you, you can be a millionaire you can be a billionaire if bill Gates can do it why not you if elon musk can do it what yeah, is why can't you, uh, you yeah. Bought our, yeah you bought our human we both are human, but we don't have the same IQ. We don't yeah. have the same circumstances. We don't have the same education. You know, they they ignore all the stuff, and they only give you that they have 24 hours. Uh, they also breathe like you, and all those things. You know, yeah. And, goes, and what he said was on on one category, you have those people who says, uh, yeah. "If you are not a millionaire, you are not good enough." Uh, yeah, all those things. And on one hand, it is all about dealing with self-esteem. Like if you are if you are feeling depressed, how to cope with depression, how to do that, huh? or how to cope with mental anxiety. These are yeah. the two sections that is uh, flooding the self-help market. Yeah. And both of them are interdependent on each other because if you are brought up in a culture which says if you are not a millionaire, you are not good enough, or if you are not uh, if you are not working, if you are not like Gary Vaynerchuk, what they tell you is that you have to hustle, 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 hustle. They never tell you like, What's the point of hustling? But it's all about hustle. Like I'm not, I'm not saying yeah, I'm yeah. not hating on them, but uh, it can be quite poisonous when you are brought up or when you. It's like you are you are plowing a field and you don't know what you you want to yeah, grow yeah. there. Yeah, they are all about sleeping is for loser and all these things. Yeah, yeah. it's like and okay, okay. Uh, that guy told told me to hustle. Okay, uh, I'm gonna fasten my shoelaces and like go start running. I don't know where to go. <laughs> and one or two day you do it, and third day you just you just lose it. Okay, so you know we have reached a very very cr- crucial point in our conversation where I think, considering all these self help gurus, you know what basically the funda of this motivation speaker. What is it? Find your passion, 
to mm. get involved in it and you know achieve success what do you, mm. what do you think about passion and paycheck i think passion is overrated passion no, is overrated. overrated yeah i'll tell you why passion yeah. is so overrated because what happens is yes it's good to have certain passion it's good to have certain uh, certain hobbies that you have yeah but the reality of the fact is you have to you have to know your surroundings Like, do we, do 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 you think generally that everyone has a passion? Everyone has. I, I passion is not something you are born with. It's something that is cultured. In my case, like uh, you, anyone, like even you, you are not born with any character or any liking per yeah. se. I may be wrong. Like this is the thing, right? Like yeah. like we said yesterday, we are not expert. We are just two friends having a conversation, and. When we speak of passion, like a kid, suppose Cristiano Ronaldo, yeah. like he trains, he's a vigorous trainer, mm. and he uh, like uh, even though he he is one of the best football player in the world, yeah, like his his work it takes is insane, like, yeah. And for example, when we speak of Cristiano Ronaldo, why is he so passionate about football? That is because when he was young, he got introduced to football, he yeah. got introduced to a lot of things, and that's how. Uh, and then he started teaching football, and there are many people who are, who 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 loves foot, who may have loved football more than him. But why he is so successful is because he was very consistent with his uh, training. And yeah, even when you look at his story, uh, he wasn't uh, he he played football, and then he got, he got sponsorship when he was fourteen and all that. And even though he he came from a very impoverished. Uh, family in terms of financial stability yeah. is, now he's able to be now he's the highest paid athlete in the world so yeah. coming back to passion i think i i think i think everyone everyone can have a passion at some point of time but yeah, yeah. the the thing with passion is a, a bit overrated i must say yeah like uh, when we, uh, especially young because i've been i've also been on this on this same train of thought uh, for quite a while when i was younger so now i can empathize now i i know the flaw in in this kind of thinking and mm. uh for like for example for a young for a young girl who aspires to be a singer yeah she will she will watch maybe expector america's got talent and all those uh, shows on on tv and what and and then she'll be like oh if i was If I if I had been born in uh, UK, I can I can easily get fame. Like where they have social like, X Factor, I can audition and you know I can do my career. Mm. But with X Factor and all that, out of the hundreds or thousands of people who are auditioning, it would be only one winner. Yeah, it's like, and when people say follow your passion, find your passion, I think that is in a way bad advice because when you say find your passion. It's like pass, uh, the message. The message I feel that uh, that sentence portrays like you can have only one passion in this life. You know, yeah, you exactly. Have, only, exactly. Like, yeah, if you love if you love football, you have to love only football. And it, if, you, is, if that, you don't have that, if you don't have that dedication, that is not your passion. You are not passionate enough. That, 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 that that's 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 the one about. thing. That's the one thing I don't understand about passion. Like, yeah, and you. I, Yeah, there are people who can be mad about one thing and they can mm. insanely focus and passionate about one thing. But 
for the most most of the most of the people i don't think there is one thing they they can associate themselves with so much hmm. so much uh, to a point then they can say yeah man this is my passion because for, i think after after you know like getting yourself involved with one thing at, at uh, after after you know a long period of time you realize okay i'm not uh, having that much fun that i used to in this mm. thing maybe mm. that, that maybe that was uh, maybe that was some fascination with that thing for some quite quite some time but not that passion most of the people you know like engage themselves in one kind of activity in the name of passion and only to realize later that okay it was a fascination not that big a passion okay yeah yeah i i i like that comparison passion and fascination yeah, yeah. And, and, and and that's the that's the point where like you realize okay hey, i wasted a lot of time in that thing <laughs> you know happens happens with a lot of people uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. when they are in class 12 okay i like engineering very much and they enter engineering okay i i i am passionate about engineering i want to do this i want to do that and only to realize after in, entering in engineering okay i think that was a a bit hype that was created okay or maybe yes. maybe i was not sure at that time especially yeah especially in class 12 uh, when we're in that stage everything is so hype like everyone everyone will say i want to become a doctor i want to become an engineer and when we actually go to the field we know our expectations and the yeah. reality it doesn't it doesn't come into it doesn't come into place you know the yeah in our in our in our expectation we have this very we have this uh, we have this square with all our okay with engineer i'm going to learn to do this i'm going to do this i'm going to build this build that build that and then we come to the college and the environment is totally different than what we expect and yeah so when uh, an expectation speaking of expectation itself that's how expectation really kills again and and in life I, i'm going to bring back to <laughs> yuval noah harari and one of uh, yeah while i was reading 21 lessons for 21st century what he said was mm. happiness happiness is about uh reality minus expectation that is happiness like from that's reality a very, that's a very that's a very good yeah. you know analogy from reality if you are able to subtract the expectation that is that that is happiness that is life and yeah because that is what you that is what you get uh, from your efforts mm. actually yeah and especially in, uh, now nowadays that reality and expectation the uh, the line the line that divides reality and expectation it has become larger and larger like it has become longer and longer and why is and don't become... don't you don't you think uh, in in somewhere in creating all this hype and everything is our motivational speakers responsible to some extent they are i won't say some extent but they are heavily responsible yeah right because when uh, motivational speaker it's like i say it's like it's like pornography and even pornography it is a very divisive subject because uh you you can say yes pornography is bad this and that but uh on the other hand when you look at from a very liberal perspective like yeah. for if someone is about to like which one is which one is a more healthy approach raping someone or you know for that person to jerk off to some uh, to some to some fancy that he has you know those kind of things and the same thing with 
motivational speaker, I think uh, when someone is in a very low place in life, when someone is suicidal and all that, there are certain yeah. motivational quote or certain motivational speaker that can really help you when you have that strong anxiety, depression, and there's no one around to talk to. They can yeah. really help, but uh, when it becomes this uh, culture where it's all about why are you why are you not a millionaire why are you not making seven figures like yeah. why are you such a loser when it becomes like yeah. that it's it builds this strong big expectations and yeah. when you have these big expectations you don't have your you you no longer you no longer identify with your limits like you you, you, no you know a really a really good example can be can be with upsc mm. you see uh in in india the U, the standard standard of upsc the kind of respect those civil services people get is immense and it's like it has been you know it has been put up as a you know gold standard mm. for for an for an for an uh, young guy if yeah. he has achieved it if, if he has achieved this then like he is in the you know top <laughs> most respected yeah. people in the society yes. so you know uh, after you know getting myself into some you know upsc preparation mode mm. kind of so i i used to read the, all those core answers and everything and mm. i read answers of the guys who were successful i read answers of the guys who couldn't make it mm. so you know for those who couldn't make it mm. everyone everyone tries their uh, best mm. but cons- uh, but not always are the circumstances which mm. uh, which you know help you to get to that level and some sometimes it's just bad luck it's just pure bad luck mm. but the thing with it it is when when you are you know engrossed in the preparation of upsc and you couldn't make it mm. just because just because of the uh, the pressure of that exam just because of the expectations of society from that exam just because once you have uh, you know got yourself into upsc and you couldn't make it and the society looks at you in a way that you are a loser mm. that has created so much so much you know a lot of people go into depression after not going oh. to upsc because when you are preparing for upsc the kind of life you are expecting is you know a very mm-hmm. very great very great life yes i read some of the answers like uh, people gave three or four attempts you know they, they made it to the interview stage from the first two attempts then in the third attempt they couldn't make it to prelims then in the fourth attempt they they only went to the mains and you know eventually the attempt passed their their age was their age was increasing oh, and okay. you know they had they had to settle with some uh, some you know a regular government a regular government job mm-hmm. you know for one for someone who has you know always dreamt of get making it to labasna becoming mm-hmm. a uh, collector mm-hmm. and then he had to settle with some you know bank clerical job bank mm-hmm. probationary officer job Uh, so that that is the same thing that, uh, that you know the hype of uh, yeah. something which is created and then if you somehow if you in some way couldn't make it because not everyone can make it to that level there are only 800 seats for civil servants and people giving the exam uh, are you know in lakhs and there can be bad luck there can be misshapening that you couldn't make it but the thing with it is the you know the picture that is created and you couldn't achieve it lot many guys go into depression lot many people spend the rest of their life regretting okay that i wasted my time lot many people regret i couldn't make it you know what is the point of living it the rest of my life 
and yeah that is something about i feel with uh, you know when some picture is created so so fascinating so beautiful and you couldn't make it then then it's very harmful for the society and you know what you said is uh, so true and uh, that's a, i think that is where our uh, education system sort of uh, sort of it doesn't live up to to our uh, to what we actually need in life and that is throughout our school years we spend so yeah. much time learning uh, i don't know maybe history geography uh, calculus all these things that is uh, that is outside our uh, that is outside you know we we yeah. we we memorize all these things but they never give us this uh, time or they never give us this we are never given this opportunity to look into ourselves we are never yeah give thought to how to reflect and how to you know how to analyze ourselves how to critique ourselves we never do that but we are like okay if if we clear this exam and if we become if we have this status people will automatically respect me but we never ask ourselves do we respect ourselves and yeah and this is why I, this is what i love about uh ancient uh, and not, not necessarily ancient but mostly philosophical writings because uh i read philosophy just just to like uh find it just to just to be able to look myself from from outside and not inside out you know and yeah. just try to critique myself like and it really helps uh, reading writings of uh marcus aurelius stoicism all those things it it really makes you reflect on life and this is something that i think that is very lacking we judge people from the outside in you know we uh, suppose if an is officer comes up to you you just look at him and say uh, oh that okay. guy he 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 is an amazing guy he has a good yeah. thing we don't consider how he is from in, inside inside yeah like uh, you might be talking with this uh, girl on a date and you might be like oh, she's yeah. so pretty she knows if he loves at my job you know she's smiling every time he seems like such a good yeah. person but inside she must be thinking like oh this guy is horrible like you know i'm not i'm never going to see him i'm just want to i just want to get out <laughs> i just want to get out like but however when we look at ourselves what we do is we see ourselves from the inside out and yeah. and that's why i think so we have these people who are uh, having this nervous breakdown or mental anxiety like we when we have uh, when we have such an immense respect for someone we sort of raise him to a divine statue you know like barack yeah. obama or when he speaks people like barack obama or uh, for example guy like sasi narendra modi yeah narendra modi i was uh, yeah. all these people we look at them or oh, they might be born with certain they might be dear, they might be born with certain divine uh, divine blessings that with yeah. normal human beings you know all we do is we sleep <laughs> we eat we shit and these people mm-hmm. like narendra modi and vladimir putin they might have yeah. been born with certain things and i'm not denying any of that uh, like in a sense i'm not saying uh, there are normal people like us every one of us we are equal in terms of human right but in terms of ideas yeah. we are different you know there are yeah. some people they work for it and they are much more educated than us some people will be smarter some people will be faster some people will be stronger we have all those yeah. variants and we have to respect that but on the other hand uh when we look at a guy like narendra modi we have to also know that this is a same man who who like us is suffering from certain anxieties when he, when he's alone because he's human right and yeah at the end of the any other day all of us are humans 
yes no matter how big our achievements are no matter uh, how much good we have done but at the end of the day we we are humans and, and this one and, and and like every human being everyone has emotions everyone has feelings and one uh, one german philosopher he said um, i think it was stated in nietzsche i don't i i i really don't recall his name uh yeah but what he said was i have forgotten the exact quote but i'll, I'll try and paraphrase it what he said was kings and philosophers sit mm. so do ladies you know what i mean like, <laughs> <laughs> that is very liberating because what i said is so yeah. kings and philosophers sit so do ladies and especially um, me i grew up in an all boys school and uh, coming when i when i when i was in class 11 it was kind of awkward because uh you uh, especially the opposite sex you start seeing them as um, i don't know different different being you know different yeah uh, that is uh, trying to find that that's why many many boys they many boys they use have this uh how they say very nervous attitude when they try to approach their class and all that and yeah. and that and that and that quote from that uh german philosopher like <laughs> when i when when i saw that it was like oh okay this is this is true <laughs> simply simplified beyond thinking. Yeah, simplified beyond anything that you can imagine like kings and yeah. philosophers sit and what was profound was the next one so do ladies like the most the girl that you have a crush on since high school you know that beautiful whom, whom in your mind is so perfect yeah she also sits she also pisses she also do all those things it's like okay okay that's that's all cool and yes it has so it has been a productive conversation right yeah man and this is the first one and maybe we'll try to come back again eventually yeah anytime anytime so it, that, it only gets better <laughs> yeah it's like it's like an you have to it's, it's all the law of inertia the first the first disturbance that unbalance yeah. that first usually is the toughest one and eventually it's all gonna roll yeah yeah and I, no, I, you know so you, the, the thing the thing i i think it must have been your idea as well like to you know have have a, a conversation which you know and we can we can listen to a late uh, in a later period of time when mm. and you know it it will always be there yes you know i i just started twitter ah. and uh, it just started twitter and just uh, started watching nba but uh, i i started tweeting uh, a little retweeting tweets you know mm-hmm. giving a little little bit of opinions uh, here and there but uh, there's no point putting it out there <laughs> because not even not even five or six people uh, just look at it yeah. but i thought maybe when i you know when i grow up to be 30 to be 35 you know i will look i i look i will look back at those tweets yeah. and you know will remember okay 2020 <laughs> was the time when i started watching nba <laughs> you know, look, look at my look at myself tweeting about all this stuff and when you look back you are going to be so embraced by it. Yeah. Like now, and, and and it's 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 a guilty pleasure. <laughs> it's a guilty pleasure. Like uh, where even in Facebook, 2016, 2017, I used to post a lot of status, you know, uh, inspiration, yeah, code and all this. And then after two years back, when I look back and there, I like, okay, did I really do this kind of shit? <laughs> it's 
that's what yeah. and it's and it's like, all memo- maybe maybe what we have uh, you know in in our conversation we have put a lot of thoughts a lot of what we feel about things a lot lot of what we see a lot of perspective lots of our perspective mm-hmm. you know maybe we 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 may grow up and you know think about okay this was so stupid at that time <laughs> because time change but yeah but uh, in any possible way we'll we'll look back look at look at it and we'll say okay it was embarrassing but it's cute <laughs> how we used to see things and i think there is one thing uh, since we're talking about this uh we tend to feel that we are going to be the same like uh, when when we were younger we have this certain ideas you know maybe in terms of our faith in terms of our uh, opinion about people and yeah we are like okay when i grow up i'm going to have the same opinion but then life is not mm-hmm. like that uh who it's you are now it's never like that it's never like that who you are today today you might be a strong uh today you might be a strong congress worker tomorrow you yeah. might go to npp you know so many things or and uh is as that when we look back big uh, change, change change is the only constant yeah you can you can never be the same person you were yesterday and this one the guy i said alan de botton yeah he said something on this line he said if you are not embraced by who you were last year yeah <laughs> you are not learning enough yeah 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 <laughs> i i i read it somewhere i have read it somewhere <laughs> and yeah that, that's true, exactly man. true yeah that's exactly true our 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 mind constantly evolves we mm. constantly evolves and it's the exposure with things we have you know uh, most certainly okay there is one thing i i'm quick to talk to you mm. see we have this right wing we have this left wing mm. okay mm. not not all of us are scholars mm. okay we are, we are just normal people who 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 like who like to uh, who see things the way mm. they are presented maybe sometimes we do research on our own sometimes not maybe sometimes we just take it as it is mm. but okay you have you have al maharari you have polo kohelo and lots of writers a lot of they present you facts also okay suppose we are reading a book the guy the guy has presented a this you know lot of facts and you know every third every third line he has quoted some text it's all factual but at the end of the day even with all those facts the guy's writing the way he the way he presents the facts yeah it's all it, his opinion it, it, it's all his opinions mm. you see that, that's what i feel okay so i i used to uh, it's it's not just i have changed my perspective but it's a new thing which i have started following so with uh, twitter mm. okay since last year i i started following this all this uh, you know Uh, fact checkers pages uh, then people people from the uh, left wing mm. they used to present their thoughts and i started seeing things differently i mm. started reasoning much more i started th- thinking you know beyond what is being presented mm. okay and uh, i kind of grew some left leaning mindset mm. not right. at left leaning but yeah right. some some critical mindset mm. because they those guys you know they were bombarding me with all the facts figures 
news headlines and everything right okay these are all factual thought okay all these are factual they are presenting facts it's nothing it's nothing that they are painting uh, out of blue they are painting a picture it's just all facts i wasn't just looking at it but the thing is even when they are presenting facts mm. they can present it in a way that will feel okay this is only the reality they can mm. there cannot be an, another one mm. so even uh, what i feel is even when if you even if it, there is a scholar who is presenting you with his text plain facts and everything mm. but he can paint a picture which is beyond those facts and he can paint a picture which he wants to present i think unless we are reasoning on our own getting our own research done mm. then we cannot be sure that okay the facts are facts yeah we have to take we have to take all of those things with a grain of salt is it that's what you're saying yeah mm. yeah that's what i'm saying because you may you may become a right wing person tomorrow mm. even by following facts if you know what is what is oh, uh, yeah this left wing and right wing we can really dive dive into this deep some day again you know it's it's yeah. going to be fascinating it's a very it's a lot quite a lot of things to unpack in this conversation left and right wing yeah. and yeah we'll save that for another day because if we go now it's going to go on forever because yeah. there's so many things to unpack and yeah and and, and now uh, anytime you're free right i will i'll try to I'll try to notify you. Okay, okay. And like, even uh, uh, okay, I uh, this the podcast thing that you mentioned. Yeah. Okay. So that that's a, like really good initiative. <laughs> even if uh, even if we don't get a chance to uh, go on it to uh, go on it any other day, yeah. I think you must uh, keep it going because mm. conversations uh, uh, lead to you know having a different perspective at things. Mm-hmm. you had with samar today you had with me not maybe not us any other day but yeah i think you should keep it going we are we, we are going to keep on going and you are some, you are also going to come back and eventually in the middle we are going to have a lot of lot of people but you are also eventually going to come back because we still have a lot of things like we still have the sequel you know left and right and all those things to unpack yeah and yeah <laughs> And now as we are unpacking this one uh do you have any message you want to give as a final as a farewell until you are back as a farewell i know to anyone who might be listening i don't know i don't know who might that be but anyone yeah so, uh, okay so for me like there are a lot of things which i you know learned in in the last couple of days and one of those thing is uh when we when we grow fond of you know one kind of perspective okay so mm. we, even even if we start scrutinizing it even if we start researching mm. it a lot of people a uh, lot of people look for uh, look for the things that uh, you know when you are being critical about something mm. you start you start researching on things that only people with same mentality are critical about mm. you don't start seeing the other perspective so for me uh, i have realized that even if you are growing fond of one kind of uh, mentality mm. then you you should at least try researching from people who are against that or people who have different perspective mm. picking things with a grain of salt mm. having a different perspective of things you should never grow fond of one kind of uh, you know perspective mm. always having a different perspective of things is uh, 
beneficial for us. Mm-hmm. That's what I have learned in you know last couple of days. So that's that's why I uh, that's something I would like to say and making this episode. That's very profound. So thank you very much for the wonderful time and thank you Anthony for being a good host. Until next time. Such a nice host. <laughs> I hope so. Stay safe, so, all of you. I hope I hope your series goes on forever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, dude. Have yeah. fun. <laughs>